This is the Not Your Average Brand Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a new episode. Today we are going to dive into my omni-channel marketing strategy for the year of 2023. I'm going to be using five different marketing platforms to grow my business and I'm going to break down each marketing platform in a different episode. I asked you guys to vote on Instagram how you wanted this information to be delivered and the majority of the votes said five mini episodes instead of one long one. So today we're going to have episode number one. Just to kind of give this episode a overview, I'm going to give you a quick outline of the three things that it is that we're going to be talking about. So number one, we're going to talk about how I make my marketing strategy, just so you guys have like some context into how it is that I even got here, and then why I chose email specifically. And then the three things that it is that I am doing to make email a core part of my strategy. So to kick off with number one, how it is that I build my marketing strategies. For those of you that like are unfamiliar with my Instagram or some of the things that I talked about on my blog, I have a profit tracker that I use for literally determining my prices, my profitability for all my services, and I use it to map out my financial forecast for the year. I've been using this privately for myself and for my private clients for probably actually since I started my business. And I then turned it into a digital product, which is also available for sale. I'll link it in the show notes. But essentially, I use this tracker for literally everything. And I particularly use it when it comes to my marketing strategy, because it really helps me see all of my prices in one spreadsheet where I can analyze how many clients I need to book for each service to hit a certain income goal, and then when I should be launching those services based on those income goals. So like, for example, in September of last year, I decided this profit tracker that I'm explaining to you, I was going to turn it into a digital product, and I was going to sell it during the holidays and do like a couple of Black Friday promotions and things like that. Um, So what I did was instead of sort of launching this on the fly, I took the price of the profit tracker and the promo price that I was going to charge for it during the holidays. And I put both of those prices into this tracker so that I could see how much income I would make if I were to sell five of these at this price, 10 at the reg price, et cetera. Like how much would I make if I were to sell the bundle versus standalone, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And so from there, I was able to see how much income I wanted to make. So let's say I wanted to make $1,000 and the profit tracker is $100. I knew that it is that I would need to sell 10 in order to be able to hit that amount. Um, And so I used that guideline to really influence how much content I needed to create in order to sell that five or 10 or 50 of my digital products. And so in December or sorry, in November, I wanted to sell 10 during Black Friday. And so I started building out my content for that in October to really like warm up my audience. And then again, in November during Black Friday, I was launching 
posting a bunch of promos, I was doing things on email, I was doing things on Instagram. And so I was really pushing that product so that I could hit those income goals that I was looking for. So that's really kind of like a quick overview of how I build my marketing strategies. I start with the money, I start with how much money it is that I want to make. And then I decide which services I'm going to sell to make that money. In this case of the example I just explained, that was the profit tracker. And then after I've decided which services I'm going to sell to make a certain income, then I create the content and my launch strategy to sell that service. So that just kind of gives you some context into how I make my strategies. And now I'm going to walk you through how it is that email is going to play a big part in that and why I wanted email to be my number one platform. So for starters, email has like always been my favorite platform. Um, the ROI on it is incredibly high. I love the fact that I own my email list. You guys know I'm a huge advocate of owning your marketing. And the reality is, is that like you can't put all your eggs on Instagram's app because you don't own Instagram, Mark Zuckerberg does. And it's important for you to have an email list that's your own and the people that you can communicate with if there was ever anything to happen to your account. So I was always a fan of having an email list. I also was an email marketer for Gap Inc. for the last two and a half years. So I'm well acquainted with email, all the benefits of the things I've spent my career in email, like it just I knew that that platform was going to be a really good fit for me. And I've even had an email list since the very beginning, because like I said, I was a corporate email strategist. So naturally, when I started business, I knew I was going to use email. But for a long time, even though I knew it was super important, email sort of sat in the background, like I was using it more so as an announcement platform where I would just say like, hey, this is what's going on for this month, or here's the latest blog post, or, you know, I wasn't really launching or selling in there. It was just sort of like a way for me and my clients to have a conversation outside of Instagram. That for the year of 2023 has shifted completely. And now I'm working on email being my number one conversion platform. So prior to email, the place that I converted from the most was Instagram stories. Instagram stories is where I made all of my money. That's how all of my DM conversations started. That's how I connected with my clients. And now I'm taking what it is that I did in stories and shifting to selling it through email. Um, I'm actually shifting quite a few things on Instagram, but I'll save that for when we get to that episode. So now that I'm making this shift from Instagram to email in terms of conversion, how am I going to go about doing all of that? I broke that down into three different things. So the first thing that it is that I did is I just decided to make the shift and I went for it. So there was like no fancy announcement or like a breakup from Instagram that was like, hey guys, I'm not going to be posting here. Follow me on email. Like I was teasing that here and there, but for the most part, I honestly just started doing more emails. I didn't make an announcement to my email list. I didn't say like, hey guys, you guys are going to hear more emails from me. Like click this if you don't want to receive emails for, you know, a certain amount of time. Like I honestly just started sending them And I made that decision roughly in June of 2022 that I wanted to start sending more emails and then I just went for it. So for the past eight months, I've been consistently sending my list probably anywhere from four to five emails a week. 
And then in November, I did a challenge where I sent 40 emails in the month of November. Um, Now, of course, like I may skip a week or something like that. But for the most part, I sit down and write emails multiple times a week. And I either schedule or live send them several times a week. So my strategy back in June for the last eight months has really just been I just made a decision to increase my emails and I just went for it. So that's number one. Number two, the other two things that it is that I followed is where I really put some strategy into what it is that I was doing. Because I knew that if email was going to be my number one conversion driver, that I needed to, number one, focus on growing that email list. And then number two, I needed to focus on selling to that email list. So to tackle growing my email list, I decided to create a quiz. Now I have successfully grown my email list to 125 subscribers without a freebie. I have an entire blog post about this. I'll link it in the show notes. So if you are someone who doesn't have a freebie, I'd recommend reading that blog to learn how you can grow your list without one. Um, But for me, I decided to recently create a quiz. And this quiz is all about omni-channel marketing. It's a quiz that helps you determine which marketing platform you should be on based on your type of content creation style. Um, Because I get a lot of people that want to build their business off Instagram, but they don't know where to start. And so this quiz really helps people identify which platform they should be on. It also includes like in whatever result that it is that you get, you get three ways to actually get started on that platform. Um, And they're all centered around omni-channel marketing platforms that are not Instagram, because obviously that's the main one that everyone's using. Um, So I'll also link in the show notes the link to that quiz. Naturally, I'm an omni-channel marketing strategist, so it just felt really relevant for me to create something that helped people get into omni-channel marketing. And it just, it turned out to be the perfect lead magnet for just about all of my services. So I decided to create that, I want to say... In September, October timeframe, I decided to create that. So like in June, I decided to start emailing my list more. And then in September and October is really when I started making the shift into deciding to create a quiz and really build that email list so that I could have more subscribers to talk to. And then after I made that decision and I was like, okay, I'm going to really be putting all my efforts into Instagram, I realized that I needed to not only just grow the list, but I needed to also focus on selling on the list. And that is when I decided to invest in Kirsten Rodan's million dollar email program. I joined her email in October and I joined it for one reason only guys. And honestly, it was only because I knew that I wanted to make money through email. Like I I wanted to make email my number one converting platform. And although I am a former corporate marketer and I know email frontwards and backwards, and like even though I had already been consistent sending emails from June to October, like I knew that I had all the things in place, but I still wasn't making any money for my emails. Like my income was still heavily reliant upon Instagram stories. And I I desperately wanted to change that. So in order for me to dive into my new omni-channel strategy, the way that I wanted to 
use email, I knew that I needed to shift the buying pattern for my audience. I knew that I needed to work on shifting people from buying from me on stories to buying from me through email. And this this is something that I kind of want to take a second and talk about because I think it's a really important step that a lot of people skip. So like if you are if you're listening right now and you're like washing dishes or like you're tending to the kids or something like that, like pause this and come back when you can pay attention or stop what it is that you're doing and listen up because I this is honestly a really critical part in why I went about launching email the way that it is that I decided to launch it. So when you change your marketing, you are effectively changing the way people have access to. And it it doesn't necessarily happen just when you are changing platforms like I did. Like it could look like staying on Instagram, but shifting some of the content you used to put on your feed into a subscription or shifting your IG live content that you used to do onto close friends or shifting from static posts to video. Like anytime you make a shift like that, you are changing the way people learn from you, the way people have access to you. And consequently, you are changing the way people buy from you. So that shift sometimes will take time for your audience to acclimate to. Like a perfect example that I think of pretty frequently is like when you go to your favorite grocery store, right? Like if you have a childhood grocery store that you grew up going to, And one day they decide to add like a self-checkout line. Like if you grew up going there and you have a favorite clerk at the register and you just have your little routine. And then one day someone says like, hey, actually we have self-checkout now. You don't have to wait in this line. You don't have to wait for the register. Chances are it's gonna take several trips to that store. Several times you've waited in line before you realize, oh yeah, this store now has self-checkout. Let me go over there. There's gonna be a gap in time where people are still acclimating to using the self-checkout instead of using the registers like they are used to using. And the same thing goes for my audience. It's going to take some time before my audience says, oh, Kiera isn't on Instagram stories anymore like she used to be, but she is in my inbox every day. So let me check for her there. And so what I did in investing in Kirsten's program was I'm really focusing on maximizing my marketing during that gap because I can't speed up how quickly people make the transition with me. I've been on stories for two years, it's gonna take some time before people decide to make that shift and recognize that I am spending more of my efforts on email instead of Instagram. But what I can do is I can make money from the people that do come earlier than everyone else. So I'm essentially learning how to convert an email faster so that while people are taking their time and moseying on over to email from Instagram, I'm still capitalizing on the audience that's there. And I realized as I was like thinking about this episode, I realized I was like, wow, this sounds like super tactical and super salesy. Like, oh, Kira, you girl, you really just out here just plotting to get our money. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> this is a business. I'm a marketer. I have goods that I know will help you. And I'm shamelessly here to tell you about them. And honestly, this is also what it's like having an email marketing strategy. Like this is what it is that I do for my clients is I think about all of these things and all the things that you need to put in place in order to accomplish email now being your number one driving platform or podcast now being your number one driving platform. Like all of these things take time to put together. I've been planning this for 
the last eight months. So when I get to a point when I'm making, you know, 100K through email, it's not going to just be just because I joined some program or just because I decided to send more emails. Like it's going to be also because I took the time and made the right steps and decisions to set myself up for this outcome. Like, so I, I just wanted to explain what the thought process was going into that because it definitely took some effort to, to get here. And that's honestly it, guys. That is pretty much my explanation for email and what it is that I'm going to be doing with it, how I make my strategy, why I chose email, the three things that it is that I'm doing to make email better for my business. You kind of got a three in one in this episode. I will be back later this week to talk about the next platform. Like I said, we have five that we are going to go through with this being platform number one, and I'm excited to tell you about the rest. Till then, I will see you on the next episode. Oh,